0: In today's episode, we are going to talk about taking charge of your life, what it takes to become a better man, and we will discuss the power of choice, sowing and reaping, and eliminating excuses from your life. After listening to this, you are gonna leave inspired to take massive action and continue your journey of becoming a better man. Welcome to the Better Men Podcast with your host, Justin Kane. Welcome to episode number four. I want to thank you for listening and for being a part of this journey with me on the Better Men podcast. This podcast is for men who know there is more to life than just existing and going through the motions. Most of the men that I know are looking for a solution to a better life, they are done wandering and they want results in their life. Now, do you have a picture? of what it means for you to become a better man. Do you understand what it's gonna take and what it looks like so that you know where you're going? I think it's important, gentlemen, to see the man that you wanna become because honestly, what men are doing today, it's not working for the most part. Many men go to a job they don't like, they return to a home that is in chaos to a life that they don't love and they drown themselves in netflix and binging on social media and then they live on medication to feel better but let me remind you that you are not a man by accident you were created with a purpose and intention by a god who knows you better than you know yourself you have what it takes to succeed in life in every area of life Sure, there's going to be challenges and setbacks along the way, but with the right tools and with the right spirit of faith, you can become a man that makes a great impact on this world and the people around you, specifically those in your family. Now, all successful people have one thing in common. They possess this ability to see long term at least down the road a couple, two years, five years, and they live their life knowing that their present actions today is going to determine or create the experiences and who they become in the future. And so they have this sense about where they're heading and they have a sense of how they're going to get there. Just think about the idea of a blueprint for building a house. How foolish would it be for a builder to begin to build a house, a skyscraper without having a blueprint. Imagine if the workers were told to build without giving specific instructions on what to build and how to build it. The result would be disastrous. Why is it any different for our lives? Aren't we more intricate and more valuable than a skyscraper? Now we all know that god has given us stewardship over our life he's not forcing us to go right or left he's not making us do this or that you are the one that has been made responsible for something that belongs to another god expects you to make something of your life that he has entrusted you to care for He says it uh, in the scriptures that he gives one one talent, one two talent, one five. And he's asking, what are you going to do with the talents that I've given to you? God is the one that gave you your life. What are you going to bring back to him at the end of your life? Because none of us know how long we're going to live. And that is up to you. Although Jesus may be the one who is Lord of your life, it doesn't mean that he makes all these decisions for you. He won't tell you how much to pray. He won't tell you how much to give. He won't tell you what books to read. He won't tell you what education to attain, what jobs to pursue, what relationships to have, or how you should make the most of your time. He gives us the ability and the privilege of making the most of the life that he has given to us. And he allows us to make what we can call executive decisions about our life. Why? Because you are the steward over your life. God gives you the guidelines. He gives you specific instructions of wisdom. But at the majority of time, the decisions that we are given to make are our responsibility. And the greatest commodity that we have in this life is time. What are we going to do, fellas, with the time that we have? How are we going to make use of our time to become better men, better fathers, and better husbands, and better uh, individuals, business partners, better entrepreneurs? What are we going to do to make our life better? And what are we going to do with our life? is pretty much synonymous with what are we going to do with our time. The choice that we make today and the choices that we have available to us Those are the very things that are going to determine the destiny that we're going to one day leave behind us. And I just want to take a moment and compare two individuals. We'll call the first one Jim, and we're going to call the second one Harry. Jim is a guy that loves music. He loves to socialize with other people, but he also loves to watch movies. He loves to stay up late. He doesn't eat too healthy Um, And he finds himself struggling to wake up and to go to a job that he really doesn't care for. He finds himself complaining about it, uh, but he does it because it pays the bills, um, but he's just not happy with it. And so when he comes home, he comes home because he wants to escape work. He's tired. His mind is worn out. But at the end of the day, he does it on repeat every single day. He has hopes and he has desires of what a future could look like. But for the most part the time that he's spending is either on entertainment or leisure or escape, escapism from his day-to-day responsibilities. Then you have Harry. Harry's also in a job that maybe he doesn't fully enjoy, but he does it with a great attitude. He's an avid learner. He spends his time with God. He takes time to a uh, uh, bond with the people in his life in a real and healthy way. He's willing to sacrifice certain things that are pleasurable or things that he would want to do because he's going to invest his time wisely into the things that will make a difference down the road. On the way to work, he, instead of listening to talk radio, he listens to something that's going to motivate him. He listens to the Better Men podcast. (laughs) Uh, He chooses to after work rather than go home and just veg out or snack out. He chooses to go to the gym and find time to make his health a priority. He's looking on his extra hours because he really wants to be an entrepreneur one day. He's spending time working diligently on his side business. He doesn't have much time for TV. He likes to go over his goals. He's putting plans together for his future, mapping out a direction on how he could achieve the things that are in his heart. So let me ask you, who do you think is going to live a more fulfilled and successful life. I'm sure you said Harry, because Harry has chosen to take responsibility for his life. He has taken responsibility for the condition of his heart. He has taken responsibility for the management of his mind. He has taken responsibility for the investment of his time, and he takes responsibility for his relationship with God. Statistics now are telling us that nearly 95% of individuals between the ages of 45, and 65 are not happy with how their life has turned out. 95% are unhappy with the way that their life has turned out, and they cannot turn back the hands of time and make changes because the past is in the past. And we want to be part of the 5%, but you know, the 5% is different. The 90%, 95% of people are unhappy with their future were the gyms, they weren't the Harrys. The Harrys are the 5% who are honing their skills. They're developing their minds. They're working on their side hustle. They're, they're putting in the time to work on themselves and they're, they're managing their minds so that they're thinking positively rather than negatively. The 5% is where we wanna be, fellas. So how will an individual go from desire to wanna do some great things while they're on this earth to build a good family, to have a good business, to make some good money, but to make a lasting impact. How do you go from desire to achieving that? Because it's one thing to desire to be a better man. It's one thing to desire to make a deep impact in this world. But to actually make it happen is a different story. And so if anything in your life is going to change, it begins with you. It begins with you working on you. And so Thankfully, we understand that success and failure, they can be predictable. Of course, there's not a guaranteed path, but there are signposts or clues along the way of those who have gone before us that have either succeeded or have failed. And they follow this natural law of sowing and reaping, that what we sow today, we will harvest tomorrow. The thoughts we sow today, we will harvest the result of those thoughts tomorrow. the, The investment of our time today is going to produce a harvest tomorrow. The time that we put into our relationship with God will produce a harvest tomorrow. What we allow inside of our heart is going to produce a harvest tomorrow. That simple law of sowing and reaping simply states this, that for every seed you sow, there is going to be a proportionate harvest sometime down the road. If you want to reap more rewards, a successful future, then you must sow more service, contribution, and value to this world. Remember, a seed of nothing produces a season of nothing. It's not just about intending to do it. It's about sowing toward that future. You reap what you sow. Likewise, if we don't sow, we don't reap. Who else has that responsibility but you? And unfortunately, many um, men mistakenly believe that they're not accountable for their own success or failure. They have relinquished that to providence or they've relinquished it to uh, the cards that were dealt to me or uh, it's just not my luck. You know, some other people are lucky, I'm just not happy to be lucky. Um, But both paths, success and failure, they have clear mile markers. They have clear uh, directional guides for us. And if you're in the path of failure, the good news is this, You can change your path, but only when you accept responsibility for your shortcomings, responsibility for your your lack of of investment, your, your responsibility for, you know, what I could make some changes that would probably be good for my life. I like how the poem, The Echo of Life, conveys this idea. A son and his father were walking on the mountains. Suddenly the sun falls, he hurts himself, and he screams, Ah, ah, ah. To his surprise, he hears the voice repeating somewhere in the mountain. Ah, ah, ah. Curious, he yells, who are you? He receives the answer. Who are you? Angered at the response, he screams, coward. He receives the answer, coward. He looks to his father and he asks, what's going on? The father smiles and said, my son, pay attention. And then he screams to the mountain, I admire you. The voice answers, I admire you. Again, the man screams, you are a champion. And the voice answers, you are a champion. The boy is surprised, but does not understand. Then the father explains, people call this echo, but really this is life. It gives you back everything you say or do. Our life is simply a reflection of our actions. If you want more love in the world, create more love in your heart. If you want more competence uh, in your, your team that you're leading, improve your own competence. This relationship applies to everything. In all aspects of life, life will give you back everything that you have given to it and more. Your life is not a coincidence. It's a reflection of you, author unknown. Gentlemen, it's time to take charge of your life. One of the greatest enemies to personal success and continued progress of becoming a better man is refusing to take responsibility. And this is why I address the four responsibilities of manhood, the condition of your heart, the management of your mind, the investment of your time in your relationship with God. If you can take care of those four, you will be well on your path to becoming a better man. And there are many who insist on Honestly, just making excuses one after another and justifying their behavior. I'm telling you, I was in that boat. I knew it drove uh, it drove my wife bonkers at times because of the excuses I would make in justifying my behavior. Now, here's an example I wanna give you. Uh, you have a person that was just laid off from a job due to a change in the company. Sales were decreasing, necessitating massive layoffs. A certain employee, then becomes angry with the boss for releasing him. He certainly can can justify his resentment. He does so by telling all of his family members and his friends all the reasons why this happened to him, and it was so unfair, and the boss needs to be fired himself. And unfortunately, when stuff like this happens, men succumb to the justification in the moment, and that begins their descent into What we would call victimhood. Because there is no man who can make progress in the positive direction who refuses to take responsibility for their attitude, for their reactions to whatever happens. Suppose another man gets laid off from the same job, but he believes that he is the steward of his own life. He acknowledges that his performance, uh, maybe it wasn't enough for his employees' eyes uh, to keep him on the job. He doesn't go home and complain justify, man, I can't believe I was released and how dare my boss and my boss is such this. Instead, he sees an opportunity. He sees potential and most of all, a fresh start to reach his ultimate purpose in life. He's not bound to anybody or anything, but he walks in freedom and confidence that he is the maker of his final destiny. The moment someone refuses to justify is the moment he becomes an effective, successful man. You are 100% responsible for how you respond to what happens in your life, past, present, and what's to come. W.C. Clement Stone said these, these words, you will always do what you wanna do. This is the truth in every act. You may say that you had to do something or that you were forced to do something, but actually, whatever you do, you do by choice. Only you have the power to choose for yourself. Francis Bacon had this to say. He said, the mold of a man's fortune is in his own hands. The outcome of our lives, men, is based on the choices we make. Ask yourself, listening to me, what is the long-term consequence if I continue to be the man who makes excuses and justifies my poor actions and behaviors, and my poor attitude. You must choose to pay the price now so that you can enjoy the greater benefits later down the road. You either pay today or you play tomorrow, or you play today and you pay later down the road. The choice is yours. Another tendency that men have is to blame someone else for their circumstances. In the Garden of Eden, God asked Adam, did you eat the fruit of the tree in the midst of the garden? The one that I warned you about? The one that I told you not to eat? Adam replied, Hey, it was the woman that you gave me. She's the reason why I ate that fruit. God turned to Eve and asked, What is this you have done? Eve stated, it, it, It's not my fault. The serpent's fault. He tricked me and made me do it. So it's pretty apparent then that even from the beginning of time, accepting personal responsibility is not in our uh, innate DNA. We would rather place blame. So take personal inventory right now. Am I a man that makes excuses? Like when someone confronts me, my wife or somebody that's in my life, do I make excuses for my shortcomings? Do I blame others for my reactions, for my attitudes? Well, they just made me angry or my kids just got me really frustrated. Do you blame others for your mistakes? How about this? Am I not as far as I should be because someone else outside of my control is keeping me back? Or do I believe that others are holding me back? Take some time to answer those questions. They may immediately answer in your mind, but if not stop this press pause and take a time to, to ask those things. Brother, you must reject any temptation to place blame upon anyone for anything. Yes, of course, other people had their part to play. But when you stop blaming those around you, that's when you start making big strides toward becoming a better man. Les Brown says, accept responsibility for your life. Know that it is you who will get you where you want to go. No one else, of course, others will help us. But when we have the attitude that I'm responsible to make the right choices and those choices will lead me in the right direction, that's when we start to win in this life. Many people blame the condition of their lives on the government, their upbringing, their spouse, their boss, their kids, whatever it may be. Brian Tracy said this in his goals book, he states, every time you blame someone else or make excuses, you give your power away. So blaming other people won't change a thing. In fact, blaming others is simply an escape mechanism. And you'll never be able to reach your full potential if you believe that circumstances, people, or events control your life. The victim says, I was born on the wrong side of the tracks and there's nothing I can do about it except complain. The achiever says, although I may have been born on the wrong side of the tracks, I don't have to let it determine my destiny. I will succeed and I will make a difference. Robert Schuller says, when faced with a mountain, I will not quit. I will keep on striving until I climb over, find a pass through a tunnel underneath, or simply stay and turn the mountain into a gold mine with God's help. You see, life is impartial to everyone and the rewards it pays out are in direct proportion to the seeds of actions we sow today. It is never what happens to you, but how you respond that makes all the difference. Winston Churchill said these words, responsibility is the price of greatness. And I'm going to close with this. I love what Michael Kiefer wrote in his short script about personal responsibility. He said, if you hate your job and you decide to stay there, it's your fault. If someone offers you a better job, but it requires you to move to another city and you decide not to take it, it's your fault. If you decide to save no money during your working lifetime and you wind up broke and embarrassed at retirement age and dependent on charities for survival, it's your fault. If you decide not to study or read in your chosen field and find yourself never rising above mediocrity, it's your fault. If you decide to spend more money than you make running yourself into debt and satisfying one whim after another, it's your fault. If you decide to waste your time on meaningless activities neglecting all the important things that you could do with your life, it's your fault. If you decide to never read a self-help book and then suffer dramatically because you are ignorant of success principles, it's your fault. And if you decide to smoke three packs of cigarettes a day and you ultimately get lung cancer, it's your fault. If you decide to spend no time building a loving relationship with your spouse, and your spouse divorces you, it's your fault. Hard hard, hard words, aren't they? If your life is not working out well and you decide to do nothing about it, it's your fault. If you decide to never help anyone else in life and wind up lonely, it's your fault. And if you decide on goals that are completely self-serving and you have a hard time getting others to support you, it's your fault. And if you decided not to pray and find that God works no miracles in your life, it's your fault. Fellas, we have an opportunity like never before to become the men that God has called us to be, to show our sons what a man can really be, to show our daughters who a man should really be, and to show our wives, our spouses, or whomevers in our life that we are men that can be respected and men who can be honored because we choose to take responsibility to for the condition of our heart the management of our mind, the investment of our time, and our relationship with God. I hope these words have brought encouragement to you, that they actually have inspired you to action of some sort. Thank you again for being a listener of this podcast. If you have an opportunity this Thursday, the 20th, at 7 p.m. Central, I am hosting with my friend Danny Ronberg a online workshop called uh, Developing a Winning Mindset that's going to take place on zoom the details are on our website the bettermenexperience.com. so check it out for more information once again thank you for being a part of this this is justin kane i'll talk to you later bye-bye